Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to another sparkling and exciting edition of the Thought Police. As we head ever closer to the election, Matt Kelly's here with me from New European. Um, it's only a couple of days away now. This is extraordinary. You look quite the, happy about the that. The tension. Yeah. I can't You look quite I can't happy. feel it. I've taken to counting down in hours, right, because it yeah. feels somehow better. Yeah. And so two days away just seems like no time at all, doesn't but it? But it's, like, it's still like, it's not real, isn't it? It Do really it is quite odd. Forgive, by the way, my croaky voice. I can feel a little... Why have you got a croaky voice? Well, I had a bit of flu over the weekend. Did you? Well, man, man flu. Man flu. And I think I'm I'm dealing with the residual. Yes. Do you know I've got a, a good um, sort of thing to take for that? Yeah. One of the um, uh, very good production people here at Talk Radio, where I work, yeah. um, has is from Spain, and they drink uh, a special kind of tea. You may know about this because you spent a lot of time in Spain. Um, it's basically time in a tea bag. Oh, really? And it has a name that I've now forgotten, but it's something like Caballero or something like Caballero. that. Caballero. It's not Caballero, but it's something like that. It sounds like that. <laughs> Um, and it's really good. You yeah. literally just put hot water, really? nothing else. On fresh thyme? No, well, it's, 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 it's time in a tea bag, right, so, right. but it's got a different name. Um, time in a tea bag sounds like in, a sort of like existential like podcast, novel, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's going to be another podcast <laughs> that we could do. Like a Philip Larkin yeah, poem. Yeah, but it's really good because it kind of yeah. clears all of your sinuses. Right, and, right, right. and if you've got a bit of a, a scratchy throat, yeah. because, I mean, after all, you have to remember, my throat and my voice is now my it, livelihood. Are the, are, is it insured? Well, it probably should be. It's not, no. But, I mean... I can't make any money if I can't talk. Amazing. And so, of course, the amount that I now talk, I talk so much now. Yeah. Um, that I think I've actually strengthened my vocal cords. Do I don't you? know whether that's... I, mean, I think singers do Do you do, do any exercises? No, but apart from talking. Yeah. No, hardly <laughs> any at all. But no, just the fact that you talk... Yeah. I think as much as I do, yeah. it means that you're less likely to lose your voice. You I know, suppose, because, well, you're strengthening those Because I think it is actually, muscles, yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. And Because uh, you do notice, if, the, if you ever do get like a cough or, or a sort yeah. of a tickle, it's horrendous, you know, yeah. because you literally can't speak. And it's happened to all of us, yeah. where you've been sitting in the middle of a radio show and you just suddenly lose your so voice. what do you do? Well, hopefully you're working for a commercial station and they, yeah. chuck it, Stick they an go ad to an ad and give you a glass of water, yeah. you know. But there are times when if you just completely dry up, yeah. that you can't do anything. I get this thing where I get, it's like there's a source of something in my throat. Like and a I'm, tightening. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and, it, and I can't not cough. But, and I know it's going to happen, but I'll be sitting in a meeting and I've got this feeling and I know I'm going to have to cough for yes. about five minutes. 
but I keep going under this delusion that it won't happen, and then eventually I splutter. And there's nothing worse than trying not to. I mean, Uh, I've had that as well, where you're thinking... I mean, luckily, in the radio business, you have what's called a cough button, so if you are actually talking to somebody else... Yes. You can press the button, cough, yeah. nobody hears it. But if you're not talking to anybody else, like you're involved in doing some kind of monologue because yeah. there isn't anybody else there, yeah. then you're screwed. Do you it's... think we've got any listeners left? No. <laughs> I think they've all gone. <laughs> now, um, I thought you were going to tell me that the reason you had a bit of a, a, a croaky throat was because you've been shouting and, and singing because you've been out uh, enjoying some of the arts, have you not? Oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. I have. I was at the Panto yesterday yeah. at the Palladium. Right. And I hate pantomimes, but this was brilliant. Do you know, people say that, right? Yeah. Because every year I get asked if I want to go by the mother of my children to a pantomime, and every year I kind of go, yeah. yeah. There was always also a time um, in another in another previous incarnation, a previous podcast partner of mine wanted to actually do a pantomime. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I can imagine. With us as the ugly sisters, right? Can, and I'm yeah. like, I, really, that's not what I got into journalism for? I don't know what you thought you got into it for, but that ain't, what, yeah. that ain't for me. Yeah. You know. But it was amazing. I have yeah. to say, I mean, I, I genuinely do despise pantomimes yes. it's the thing I dread Yeah, and we usually go to the one at the Hackney Empire which okay. you know I don't want to run it down it's a very famous panto but it is yes. exactly what you expect it to yeah. be it's for the kids right? but this one at the Palladium I mean the, the adults were this getting this is the more... kind of star studded one oh right? man it was. It had Julian Clary who right. was absolutely hilarious, hilarious. Yeah. Um, and making I mean there was barely any innuendo there no. it was just full on yeah. you know gags right. about you well know... he got banned did he not from yes. the BBC because of his say? joke about Norman Lamont that's right I can't remember what he was doing <laughs> it was something was... about his fist was involved yeah, he's, yeah it was he's, <laughs> what, he's, he's, I've just finished fisting Norman Lamont was his phrase but it was quite an ordinary kind of yeah. show that he was yeah. doing I think it was everyone was in yeah. shock you know. So Julian Clary, Lily Savage, mm. uh, or Paul O'Grady, as yes. he's known, playing the sort of evil one. Right. Uh, Gary Wilmot. Now, here's the thing. Right. Well, I can't remember. Why Why is Gary Wilmot famous in the first place? Is he not somebody from one of those um, EastEnders show type shows, I think? I don't know. I, I mean, we were I all sitting know. there, and he was very good. Yeah. Uh, but none of us could remember why Gary but Wilmot But you see, there's a lot of these people. If you followed, and I'm sorry if anyone's listening to this thinking, why are they not talking about the election? We'll get to that. Yeah. But, I mean, have you been following this stuff about um, um, Phil, Philip Schofield and the whole kind of, you know, nastiness behind the scenes at, uh, oh, uh, no, but I've at heard. this morning? I have and heard. That, you, know, yeah. all, uh, you know, there's all kinds of people who are up in arms about what a horrible bloke he is, yeah, other I've people this, writing yeah. things saying what a nice guy he is. Yeah. Sounds like a right... I think television yeah. is a right old den of iniquity in terms of I think uh, so. who works in it. And I think somebody like him is one of those sort of tertiary characters who's on television a lot right, yeah. you know like whenever you switch on something oh there's Gary Wilmot yeah I'm not but really sure he's got this sure. extraordinarily famous name right. and you'd, you'd know him anywhere but yeah. I just for the life of me I can't remember why no. he's famous anyway he was there but this, the sort of like the accidental star of it was Matt Baker you know okay. the guy off the one show yeah and Country File yeah yeah who I have to say without any plot spoilers is he the one with, that does, the, that does it with the Welsh woman is he Matt Baker know. he's got the sort of straight face very straight yeah. He's, well, he's like a sort of pleasant northern lad, you know, yeah. boyish kind yeah. of looks. Yeah, I find him very irritating. Mm. Yes, I, I find he's a bit too nicey nice. He's a bit nice, too nicey nice. You just any, think, nah. In this thing, right, he... Uh, Is he allowed to do pantomime if he works for the BBC? Well, well I don't know. Right? If not, he's, he's in, he doing he's in making, a whole world of what's trouble he, What's now. he doing making coin out of my <laughs> licence fee? That's what I want well, to know. Let's talk about the coin involved in panto yeah. in a minute. But he does, like, uh, gymnastic tumbling. He does a high wire really? act. And then at the end, he's got his top off. Right. And I have to say, the gasps of admiration from practically really? every woman in the audience wow. were palpable, yeah. Blown me. So it this is, guy's yeah. now not only... 
making money on the side from his job at the BBC, yeah. from which he has been paid very lucratively yes. and also has made himself famous. He's now sort of walking about like some bloke from the Chippendales. Like, like a hey? sort of like, like a, sort a of BBC a sex God. Ronaldo. For God's sake. Yeah. I mean, what's going on in this country? Uh, this should not be happening. Have, well, I mean, I was talking to somebody just before uh, we started doing this about Ian Botham, funnily enough. Remember yeah. Ian Botham, the, 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 the sort of larger-than-life yeah. cricketer? And someone was telling me about how they'd been uh, rem reminded of going back to watch him playing cricket after he'd been banned. Yeah. Um, and it was a... I can't remember what the scenario was, but his first ball, he bowls the guy out. Yeah. And that, this was his return from being banned for drug-taking. Right. right. And I thought to myself, imagine how far we've come now, because yeah. we've now got the leader of the Liberal Democrats trying to ingratiate herself yeah. with us yeah. by saying she smoked a load of dope yeah. and nobody's buying it. By the way, poor old, a poor old um, beefy yeah. gets banned from playing because he smoked a joint. Yeah, I'm, I must, I must, apropos absolutely nothing, yeah. tell you the most hilarious story that I, well, I thought it was anyway, yeah, that, that was triggered when you just said, you know, Ian Botham, the former cricketer. Right. Of course I know who Ian Botham is. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Our, uh, my school at the top of our road mm. in Highbury, our lollipop man, Ronnie, right. Right, a brilliant bloke, he's right. there every morning, uh -huh. rain or shine, yeah. sorting all the kids out. And by the way, loads of tossers beeping their horns. So oh, really? Move on. Yeah, but, you know, if you're going to drive what, past the primary horns, school... A lollipop, yeah, yeah. man. At night, no, with kids crossing Jesus the road. Christ. Honestly, absolute wankers. Anyway... What's uh, wrong with them? I came back from the shops this morning. I yeah. went to get a coffee and I was walking back and Ronnie was coming back the other way out of uniform. Right. Right? And we got talking about football and Arsenal and Liverpool. And then he says, he says, a lovely woman over the road. She just said to me before, she said, I've got a chair right. uh, if you want it. And I said to him, <laughs> a chair? And he went, yeah, you know, one of them things that you sit in. Right. <laughs> I know what a bloody chair is, Yeah, I know is, what a mate. chair is. I'm trying to find out why you want one. Yes. Anyway. So why did, he, why did she want to give him a chair? I've no idea. Right. It was, but it was. I, I, I was had the day I was just from hell. That well, I had the day from hell know. yesterday, which is which is always <laughs> to be easily predicted as the day from hell because it's the day we decide to get the Christmas tree. Right? Oh my god! And my household, I don't know what it is, always becomes an absolute and utter hellhole. Yeah. Um, and I'd been saying, sort of, for a couple of hours in the morning, we need to go. We're going to take two cars. This is how. Green we all are right down in Sussex. So, so we need two cars because yeah. we've got the dog. We've got to take the dog for a walk in the woods. We've got the two kids, and we're going to pick up a big tree. Yeah. Right. So yeah. basically, you're going to bring your car to put the tree in. You can take the dog out, and I'll I'll bring the dog back. So we go to this place, right? We wander about. We take the dog out for a walk. Beautiful woods, place called Powder Mill Woods. It's really nice. Mm. Um, it's famously actually in uh, in battle a place called Powder Mill Lane, right? Which was where they made the gunpowder oh. for uh, old Weedo Fawkes's um, oh, really? plan to blow up Parliament. Yeah, very nice. Apparently, in those days, that was the place to buy gunpowder. That was the yeah. It was the bespoke Savile Row of, you of know, gunpowder. <laughs> of gunpowder. <laughs> That's why it's called what it's called. Anyway, so we come out of there. And I'm not going to in any way um, sort of denigrate the mother of my children, but she does sometimes have trouble making a decision, right? <laughs> and uh, so we go to this very hillbilly-type uh, place where there's a bloke with no, t no front teeth yeah. um, and a little wooden shack and a load of trees, right? Yeah. And this is a place we've been trying to buy wood from for ages. Right. But there's never anybody there. Right. And there's a guy who has his card. Oh, please contact me by email or phone. No chance. Nothing. We've been trying to get hold of this guy for September. <laughs> I said to this guy, I said, are you the guy in charge of the wood as well? He went, no, that's not me. I'm just here for the trees. 
So there's a wood for the trees joke there somewhere. Yeah, there's somewhere, yeah. Anyway, so we wonder about. He then starts following us around and sort of offering his trees. She hates this, right? She says to me, uh, to the side, look, I don't like this guy no, pressuring me. I agree with that. I don't want that. Yeah, you want I'm to like, pick your own tree. He's not pressuring you, he's just showing you the tree. Yeah, but you want to be able to find your yeah, tree, yeah. don't you? Like a great Christmas tree is a discovery, isn't it? It really it's, is. It's the great one yeah. that's hiding with all the manky yeah. ones. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. But these are lovely trees. They're all locally grown right. and they're all very sort of, you know, eco friendly because it's quite nice like that down yeah. there. Anyway, we have to leave there. And as we're leaving, it's typically sort of British thing, right? We get back in the two cars because we have to go to a different tree place, which is another tree farm. So you didn't buy a tree? We didn't buy one. Because of this creepy well, bloke? she didn't like it, right? right? Fair enough. And then she says, as we're getting back into the cars, we can never go back there. <laughs> I'm like, Listen, the dog loves it here. She's like, no, That's we can it. never come back. <laughs> She's like, I didn't like him. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, we can't do that. Anyway, so we drive oh off God. a bit further and find this other Christmas tree farm, which used to be quite small, but is now expanded massively, so much so that you're now rerouted as you drive in around the back of a house and down into a car park. Right. We then do all that. I get into the car park, which is basically just a bit of scrubland. People are parked wherever they want to park. Um, but there's a guy there who's like somebody out of um, one of those festival parking places, you know. Yeah. I park the car. He comes and taps on the window. Oh. You know. Excuse me. He tapped on the taps window. Taps on the window. I wouldn't right? be having that. Well, I wasn't happy. No. Um, and he, I, I put the window down. Can you please park more to the side? I said, uh, sorry. What do you mean? Can you park more to the? I said, which side? He said, to the <laughs> side, left or right. I said, well, which is it, left or right? What do you want? Yeah. He says, we're very busy, and you need to. The cars need to be closer together. Right. And I was at that point. I'm thinking. You know what, mate? Yeah. I'm about to spend quite a lot of money here. I'm going to fuck off. I'm yeah. just going to drive away. But yeah. I thought, can you imagine if I drive away from the second from the place? the second Christmas tree. What chance have we got You're of getting be, a Christmas tree? You'll end up in Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, or Norway or somewhere, right? <laughs> so, so I kind of reluctantly do it. She has to do the same. Yeah. Right? And, of course, there's miles and miles of parking. It's not like there's any danger of... No, yeah. And I thought, to, I thought to, of, to, of saying to the guy, look, here's what, tell you what, here's my car key. If you need to move the car... Like some kind Would of valet parking Would thing. Would you do that? Well, in valet parking, you give people a key in America all the time. Yeah, but not to some bloke in do you know a what car, I Christmas about tree car park. Because he then walks in front of me. He was wearing fucking clogs. <laughs> I'm not joking. Clogs. And then I thought, maybe he's Dutch. I think he yeah, was Dutch. Because right. he sounded a bit Dutch. Because he was wearing clogs. Well, and he sounded Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> do they all wear clogs? Well, I've never, I mean, <laughs> the only place I've ever seen clogs, right, yeah. is Schiphol Airport. Yeah, but not. You've been to people, Yeah, but no one was wearing them. They hung up as souvenirs, aren't no, they? No, you buy them to wear them. Really? These are clogs. Yeah, they're not little like keyring clogs. These are clogs. But isn't to it wear. more likely then that that guy had been through Schiphol there? No. What? No. And what he picked up a and Dutch he picked up a pair of clogs. and some clogs. Could have been Steve McLaren. It could have been Steve McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's not working at the moment. Is he? You know, I'm it's not like sure. this Christmas tree Christmas car park. Tree car as you say, can you move your car? <laughs> as as we say. You might yes. be right. Anyway, we finally got a bloody tree, right? But of course, I said, I then says, I then said to her, look, um, you might want to have them cut back the bottom branches a little bit because yeah. we've got one of those stands yeah. and put in water and all that. Yeah. And the guy said, well, if you're going to put it up straight away, he said, I'll make a little cut in the bottom because then the sap will come out and it will be sealed and all that would be good. Right. She said, no, I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to do that. Right. Your missus is quite specific oh, about she's her Christmas very, well, she's half German, you see. Ah, uh, so, so I quite, didn't know that. Yeah, did you not? No, no, no. Yeah, no. her mother's German, so right. I suppose she's quarter German. Okay. Anyway, um, so the bottom line is that... Did she um, have three No, she's fathers. half German, isn't she? <laughs> no, you're right, <laughs> she's half German. German. What are you talking about? So she's a quarter German. No, it's German. my kids that are quarter German. <laughs> that's, what I can, that's what I can't get right. Anyway, 
So we get it home, right? And she's like, I'm not ready. If we get out of the car. I'm sorry that this is going to turn into quite a long story, but no, this is right. what it's like. And she goes inside the house. And I'm like, okay, I've got the tree. Um, we've got two possible ways of bringing it in. Front door that we don't really use. Yeah. And then a back door that we do use. I then say, well, you know what? The hell with it. I'll just stand it up outside. I come in. I don't want to bring it in yet. Okay, fine. I'm going to have a cup of tea, sit down, think about it. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I clear the space for it. Um... Then bring it in, put it in the um, <laughs> in the base, right? Yeah. And then about five minutes, ten minutes later, my youngest is helping her with it. Well, I suddenly just hear this screaming, yeah, right, shouting, <laughs> top of the voice stuff. I'm going, oh, for God's sake, what's the problem? And we've got this basket yeah. thing, which is called a skirt, right. which apparently goes around the tree, right? Which you're supposed to um, put <laughs> put the tree inside, right, before you put the water in the base, okay. So now we haven't we, we haven't done that. So apparently uh, it's a massive disaster. We, have what, to we haven't put the water in the base. No, the water's in the base, uh, so you can't now move it without spilling all the oh water. Oh man! But the School basket boy. hasn't been put in, <gasps> and you can't put it in without. Uh, so you've got to take it out of the base. So pandem- start all over again. Pandemonium. Then she then she realised that she hadn't <laughs> cut any of the lo- lower branches, so she couldn't get it back out of the base oh, no. without having to chop away. It was just a nightmare. What did you do? Well, we just had a big row yeah. for about did you ten to... minutes, and I said, "Look, yeah." This is not a disaster. We can rescue this, right? She's basically saying, this is all screwed up. We have to start again. We have yeah. to get a Go saw. back and get another Send tree. Send the kids out looking for the secateurs. Nobody knows where they are. The secateurs? The secateurs. You know, secateurs, tours, whatever yeah. the fuck they are. Anyway, nobody knew where they were, was the point. I'm like, where are they? Oh, they could be in the shed. Oh, they might be in the log shed. Oh, no. Yeah. They might be in the back room. Yeah. Nobody's seen them. Well, last time I saw him, you, you know, it just went on and in on and on. the empty log shed. Eventually, yeah, eventually. Yeah, because we couldn't get any wood from the guy with no teeth. Eventually. It was like about seven o'clock practically before any of this was. It yeah. about six hours of decorating Nightmare. it. And it looks great. Does it? But then, of course, it wasn't straight. So, <laughs> to take it out oh, again. It just went on and on and on. But and you on. know, don't Every you... year we say the same thing. Why don't we just not bother then? What just have get... they doing though to christmas trees now because the needles never drop have you noticed that well it depends on the tree you get you but when we were kids really, like yeah. the, the, it, the thing would look like it was just twigs yeah by well, it looked like that Boxing thing that's Day. in trafalgar square by the way that is an insult it to is. great britain that. it is i i'm glad you <laughs> I'm said glad. that i did a whole show on it last week did right? you really yeah those norwegians yeah. need to think again well we i was then told I'm glad that you was, said that i was then told that i was a scumbag because i should be more grateful because this is a present from it's oslo a, it's a crap for, tree for, yeah it is a crap tree but of course what they've said is that we have now become yuppies to the point where we expect trees now to be all full nah. and green and bushy right. and of course actual trees don't yeah. look like that i'm not having that i'm that, not having that, it either that tree is a national no. Disgrace. I walked through Trafalgar Square, right, yeah. looking for the tree. I couldn't yeah. see it. it was before they lit it up, right? Yeah. And I went, I th- where's the fucking tree? Yeah. All I could see was darkness. It looked yeah. as though the blitz had been back on or something. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And then I saw this horrible-looking thing. Yeah. And I thought, that can't be the tree. Scraggly. Scraggly. You could see right through it. Oh, no lights terrible. On it. People got quite upset. I think that might be a sort of Brexit-related message from our Norwegian friends. Do you think friends? the Norwegian friends are going, never mind Norway plus, yeah, how yeah. about Norway fucking minus? That's what this is. <laughs> how about Christmas tree minus branches? Yeah, exactly. No, it's garbage. Do you remember Blue Peter used to sort of cro- chronicle its arrival? Yeah. It used to be a very big but deal. But don't you also remember, I, used to, I remember we used to buy trees when I was a kid, right, and it was stuck in a log. Remember? Yes. It didn't have a. No, but know, they were the smaller ones, weren't they? Well, that was all we'd never afford. get them to balance. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't go to bloody, you know, some place that had about 55 different kinds of fur. No. no. You know, like Nord- yeah. Nordstrom furs yeah. or whatever it is they are. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
we just had one. There was one tree you could buy. That's right. You bring it home. You put some tinsel on it. A couple of balls. That's your lot. And 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 the, you used to be able to get a a, a dropless option, some free, which I think was some, some someone had sprayed like hairspray <laughs> all over it. Well, people say <laughs> so that's stick the one the way to in. do it. Yeah, but we were already dropping stuff. Yeah, you know, the minute we got this thing home. Yeah, even though this was meant to be relatively, you know, drop drop free. free. But um, I bet you when when you know in London, people may not know this, but when Christmas is over. People literally just throw their Christmas trees yeah. into the street, yeah. and the council comes and piles them all up. And thank God, no one thinks of setting them <laughs> alight because honestly, you'd be they able will to, now that you've yeah, suggested now it. that they'll burn Camden right. down. But they and they're all, all as green and as sort of yeah. needly as the day they were. Well, bought. I mean, there are people who say you should replant it in the garden, not if you've had it chopped off at the roots. Well, no, you no. If you've had it, just I mean, if, it, if 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 you put it in a stand and it's in water, <laughs> yeah. you can take it out of that. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. You Why are you laughing? It's not a bloody. What the fuck do you know about it's gardening? It's in pineapple. Yeah, you can. No, you, you can cannot. It, you can put this it in the fantastic. ground. Are you serious? <laughs> you it's can. It's got no roots, man. Well, it grows them, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? No. It well, would grow them in the same way you'd grow a new arm if someone cut it off. <laughs> But no, in the future, no, that you might can be buy them with roots, but you can't. But hang on, that. if it's got roots, well, try it as an experiment. Okay, just stick. all right. I'll take it out when it's done. Right, I'll stick it in the garden. I bet you it grows. Yeah, right, how much do you bet me? I, I don't know. Next year's Christmas tree. <laughs> Next year's Christmas tree. I'll buy a You're free, on. buy You're a free on. tree. It might be a small one. You know, but it's ridiculous. The whole yeah. idea of Christmas again now yeah. has become ridiculous. Right, it's yeah. become everybody now has to have this massive tree. Yeah, you've got to have it covered. Do you know how many lights we've got on our tree? About 300, probably. More? Not even close. No, go on. 3,000. What? 3,000. <laughs> I'm not joking. So how can you... What, is this one of these nets that you buy from I'll show B&Q you a picture. Yeah, yeah, it's these LED lights. That Incredible. You get, right? I went last year, apparently, because we didn't have enough lights. <laughs> and, and, and my youngest said I'd spent nearly 100 quid on lights. I have no idea. I don't remember doing that. My, I remember my. All I remember is my dad trying to find which bulb it was that was responsible. Well, that was almost the old-fashioned way because he'd be literally swearing and yeah. ripping the hell out. You had of to it, take right? every bulb out. I mean, here's sure the tree. Look, it would have been Easter I mean, by the nice. time he'd fix it. Oh, it's beautiful, mate. You know, that looks like something out of a magazine. I know, but I mean, it took like a magazine photo shoot. You should time. put that on Twitter so that people can appreciate well, I did, I tweeted out, Christmas beauty. I tweeted out the smaller version of it because I'm also yeah. under orders not to tweet out too much personal stuff. What, in case it, in the case, house is identified? Yeah, by, yeah. She's, by, she, she hates all that. Yeah. Right? I'm not allowed to do any of that. Yeah. You know, is that is why you enough. never name her and stuff like this? Yeah, yeah because yeah. she really doesn't like I, any of that. I agree with her. I think also she's quite ashamed of the fact that she's in yeah. any way connected to me. My, I have you the know, same problem. Yeah. Um, I know you've yeah. obviously had to hide yourself away. Oh, my times. wife is thoroughly embarrassed of me. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No so anyway, we should talk about the election because by yeah. the time people pick up next week or well, the Thursday podcast, it'll yeah. be election day. Amazing. Now I don't think we're gu- well, I don't think we on the podcast of the Thought Police are guided by that, are we? Because no. on, on election day, famously, you're not allowed to say anything about the election 
on uh, on radio stuff. You got to pretend it's not happening. Yeah, you've got to pretend it's not happening, and but, which, which means you have to do this ridiculous radio yeah. show on Thursday, yeah. right? Which doesn't mention the election, mind you. On th- but on Thursday, there's going to be nothing to Thought say. You're anyway, say your radio show is always ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus a change. Well, quite. But no, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, but, but but we've had this. I mean, the one great thing that will happen at ten o'clock on Thursday night is yeah. that the the, the 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 you know the handcuffs come off and we're back to normal. Yeah, yeah. And there's no more of this ridiculous balance. It's going to be extraordinary. I know what we should do on the Thursday one. We should have a we should have a whole podcast devoted to Christmas trees. That's a good idea. What a great idea. Maybe we should Loads make this one Thursdays. That. Yeah. But well, we could do that. Uh, we could do, I suppose. Mm. But, be a bit but tell of, me, now yeah, there's your well, last. This is your last chance, is what I'm saying, effectively. Right, yeah. To kind of predict, to endorse somebody, or well, to, endorse to somebody, predict. or predict, or to tell me what you think of what's yeah. been going on, because Alistair Campbell, yeah. who you're quite sort of close to in a way, yeah. has gone off on one. I see he's down in Sarah Williston's constituency, yeah. endorsing her. He's really. Um, I mean, he's really gone for the Lib Dems. Well, right? as he said, you know, there's a lot of people going to have to hold their noses yeah. this election if you want to stop Brexit. But we've got right. John Major. But I don't see why, if he wants to remain in the European Union, why doesn't he just join the Lib Dems? Why does he have to say he's holding his nose? Well, he's not. I mean, he's Labour through and through, isn't yeah, he? Is he? But proper Labour, not but, Corbyn Labour. Well, I yeah. mean, I had somebody describe to me about this new, new Labour yeah. are worse than new Labour and they're now more like old Labour. I think it's very confusing. Yeah. So we're well, now, I think that's right. We're back to sort of Michael Foote, Tony Benn, old Labour. Yes. Right? As opposed to new Labour, yeah. which is now old. Yes, I think that's I'm pretty much you. it. I'm sure you're 100 yeah. percent right on that. But I mean, you know, I, I keep seeing more and more. You know, interestingly, here's one for you. The uh, you might not go for this particular polling organisation, but it's something called um, Blue Collar Conservatives, right? right? They've discovered or they've polled that working class people in this country now would rather vote Tory than Labour. Yeah, I've heard a lot of that, yeah. and and that's what's happening, which is astonishing, really. So I what think. you're left with then is. I would challenge you, as the yeah. publisher of the New European, to yeah. find anybody who's not middle class who wants to stay in the European Union, because uh, that's the challenge, well, isn't uh, it? You, there's one sitting in front of you. Who? You know, me. You're not bloody mid. Well, you what didn't tell me you're not middle class. I am middle class. Yeah. yeah. Well, saying, are you saying? Oh, I no, see. No, I'm saying right. somebody who's not middle oh, class. Oh, I see. Who wants, who wants to, to stay, stay in the European Union? Well, I think that's not. I think lots of people in. Liverpool and London in, you know, Yeah, but Liverpool Norwich. voted Remain, right, yeah. overall, as yeah. did London. Yeah. But these were not the people who are the working classes of those places, No, but they? I saw, there was a Vox Pop the other day, and, the, you know, they trail Boris Johnson around, you know, and then they speak to people in his town. Yeah. And, and the, they were all saying, you know... This is just ridiculous. This we should just remain and get it. That's yeah. what, that when they say get it over with, that's mm. what they mean. Just forget the whole bloody thing. Yeah, but who are these people? Punters, you know. Right. You know, well, there's equally any number of punters that you could find that say just yeah, get it over yeah. with. I actually no, voted to remain. Let's just get out. But what I mean, what's happened, by the way, to the Liberal Democrats and the whole we're going to revoke Article Fifty yeah. thing? That well, seems to have been. She's realised she away. made a massive error, huge right? error. Yeah. She stood up and thought, you know, she yeah. went from being I'm the next Prime Minister yeah. to oh, I think the Tories are going to win a majority. Yeah, that's and right. in the meantime, she'd revoked Article Fifty. Yeah. She told everyone that basically she knew better than anybody else. Yeah. There was a third way, uh, and that actually um, the most important thing about her was that she was a woman. That was that was the moment when my kind of my passing affection for the Liberal Democrats yeah. collapsed. Was. I just thought, I can't conceive of anything more stupid than to say, 
we're just going to cancel Article 50. Yeah. You know, cancel we're just going to pretend Brexit. it didn't happen. We're just going to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. You can't do gonna, that. It's like Back to the Future with I mean, the I, Dems. I bloody hate the thing, right? Yeah. But you've got to see it through the process. You, also, you, know? you can't just ignore something that happened. Of course. As if it didn't happen. Of course. And uh, here's the thing. People talk a lot about Corbyn and whether he will survive if, yeah. in fact, the Labour Party have a poor showing yeah. or they don't win. Yeah. Um, surely she should be in the same boat, shouldn't she? If the yeah. Lib Dems don't get... Um, the same number of MPs that they've got now, and I know that's a tough shout because they won't. I'm talking about all the ones they adopted, well, not just the ones they that not. they had at the last I, I mean, I, I thought no. if they, uh, they'll get fewer than... I they've think got 21 of them. Yeah, they won't get that. You really? I don't yeah. think so. Don't I forget, think... it was only, what, eight years ago they had 48. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But I think they will go back to down to yeah. 12, 13. Well, if that happens, that. she's got to she go. She has to go, doesn't she's she? She's got to go. And then she'll be the, 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 the youngest yeah. leader of the Liberal Democrats and the shortest... Yeah. Um, and then Chucker and Munner will probably come and take over. A man over. who wouldn't take over the Labour Party when he could yeah. have done, yeah. because he was worried about having too much scrutiny put on his personal life. Yeah. I presume he now doesn't care about that. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I, he does. I don't know. Maybe times have changed. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. What, I don't know what, what he doesn't want scrutinising. Well, but, you know. I don't know what he does either that he's worried yeah. about, because we're a pretty liberal society these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the point is, is I don't <laughs> care what he does. Yeah. You know, but I don't like him because he's a turncoat and he's a traitor. And he's already betrayed <laughs> two other parties, and why won't he betray this one? Well, Winston Churchill was a, uh, on that definition, he was a turncoat and a traitor as well. well he moved well, from the Liberal well, Democrats sorry, to the Tories. I didn't realise that I had been such a vocal supporter of Winston Churchill. When, well, you know, you, you just assumed that I would be one. Well, no, I'm, based just, saying, upon what, I'm exactly? just saying such a broad definition of treachery. All right. Well, I don't think that Winston Churchill managed to portray two parties within the same parliament, did he? No, no. I mean, I think even even you to might have fair. to, you know, say that that was probably beyond the pale. <laughs> also, we had wigs in those days. I don't even know what they yeah. were. What was yeah. a wig? It was something that you wore if you had nowhere. Yeah, and you were in the legal profession. <laughs> you know, I mean, your lot were mostly on the other side of the of the bench, weren't you? Getting, yeah. Uh, getting done over, but that's another <laughs> story. But, um, yeah, I mean, the wigs were somewhere between the Liberals and, and the Labour Party. Were they? they I, I, I'm going to have to check my my political history now. Mm. Did they ever were they ever concurrent the Whigs and the Liberal Democrats? I'm not sure. The, I think the Liberals and the Whigs, mm. and then Labour came in. Yeah. But that was after the Whigs went. Yes, uh, I think the Whigs were before Labour, but were yeah. sort of post-Liberal Party. Because Liberal yeah. Party actually, I think, back in the turn of oh, the yeah. 20th century, were were nowhere like the Liberal Party that we see now. Well, they were in power for a start. Yeah, you know. Well, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. But also, they were quite kind of. Uh, they were, I don't think they were particularly liberal. No, you know. Not in not I the way we think of it. I think they were sort of disaffected, slightly left of the Tory party. Yeah. But not particularly liberal. We'll have to check all this up. Yeah, we should really just know stop stuff, scrambling in the dark for yeah. facts that we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like running newspapers anymore. No, no, anyway, more importantly, yeah. um, we've got the Christmas party season coming up. Does uh, the New European have a Christmas it party? Does, it has a Christmas lunch. Are you going to invite me to it? You'd be more than welcome, but you'd It'd have to come to Norwich. Norwich. Oh, yeah. God, no, I'm nah. not doing that. You'd be, but we'd love to have but you. But do you remember the days in newspapers where you'd do about seven Christmas lunches? Because oh. we'd have the executives' lunch. Yeah. You'd have your own department The lunch. columnists' lunch. You'd have the columnists' lunch. Yeah, well, I didn't go to all of these. Well, the you, columnists you was the best. You'd have yeah. the editors' one. Yeah. Uh, you'd have, now have the main party. Yes. Do you remember we had Tony Blackburn once oh, as the, uh, mate, as the I chief had a row with guest, him. did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing the DJ, wasn't he? And, yeah. And it, I can't remember. I, must I have think, said was something. it not the year that he'd won I'm a Celebrity or something? It, it was something, he'd come because back Because remember Piers reason, did it up yeah. as a great big secret. and like, right. You know, one of the biggest stars of all time. Yeah. And then it's Tony Blackburn. Everybody yeah. kind of went, oh, 
I think, and I, was, I mean, I don't yeah. have a problem with Tony Blackman, no. but I didn't think he was that big of a star. I, I don't have a problem with him, but I distinctly remember well, arguing you, with him about. You're something. telling stories now about almost everyone. I thought I was bad, right? You've had more rows with people than I have. I oh, know. I well, mate, honestly, I could. I have a row a day. Yeah, if a day passes without yeah. a good argument. It's a day wasted. That's in my brilliant, book. though, because but the columnist, fine. the columnist lunch at the Mirror. Yeah. Which Piers used to host at the Mirabelle, right. which was I think that was Marco Pierre yes. White at the time, yeah. and he had a a room called the, I think if I remember the Chinese room, okay. which was I never went there. A large room, maybe could seat about forty people, right. and it was done with this incredibly ornate uh, Chinese kind of flat Marco wallpaper. Pierre White was quite a character, wasn't he? And and well, don't forget Marco Pierre White was the food columnist of the yeah. Daily Mirror. Yeah, and a little story about that one was that he once because I used to have to lay his column out right. right and I remember taking it to Piers once and saying, I'm not being funny, Piers, but Marco Pierre with Costa right, his right. starter, and it was white truffle lobster linguine. Right? <laughs> We've costed his starter, and it's it's 62 quid a head. Right? right. Now, I'm not disparaging the day. And is this like readers. retail, as it were? This was just like buying... Just to cook it, it in your house. white truffle, right. you know, and lobsters. Yeah, and, yeah. and so Piers phoned him up and said, Marco, please, can you just... You know, it's it's the mirror, right? Yeah. You know, they're ordinary good people. They've right. got sixty-two quid to spend right. on truffle and lobster. Right. Next week's column was baked potato and baked beans <laughs> right, by Marco Pierre White. <laughs> See, that shows a stick decent that. sense of humour. But it? the the columnist lunch, I remember. Jonathan Ross was there. Yeah. Alan Sugar was there. He was on a massive amount of money to oh. write a film column, yeah. which I'm led to believe he didn't even write. I don't know about that. Right. I, I, I don't know. It might hmm. be slanderous or defamatory to, yeah. to say that. But, well, yeah, but I mean, people what is it defamatory to say is yeah. at the end of this dinner, <laughs> the cigar box yeah. came round, right. right? And Jonathan Ross took every single cigar in the cigar box really? and shoved them into his coat really? and stole them all and Goodness walked off me. with them all. I know about Monte four thousand quid, all Cohibas, Monte Cristos, Romeo, Juliets, walked out with the lot. Didn't Piers ever say? Piers was furious. Really? Yeah. I think that led to the. The, to the, the end. Well, of all his I con- remember is that when he was replaced by our good friend Kevin O'Sullivan, yes, uh, who worked for a substantially less money, yeah, uh, the circulation didn't suddenly plummet. Did it? No, there was no. I mean, that's that the trouble effect. with all of that sort of high-powered. Yeah, I once had one of those with Robert Kilroy Silk. Oh, remember him? Yeah, I do. He used to work. Uh, uh, he used to have a column at the Express, which yeah. Sir Nicholas Lloyd was the yeah. uh, the guy in charge, and I was put in charge of features. Um, which, unbeknownst to me, wasn't anything to do with features. Right. I thought, oh, this would be good. I'll just commission a few good features, yeah. get some good interviews, you know. In fact, that wasn't a job at all. I had to suck up, in fact, to all the fucking people above me <laughs> and had to deal with the crazed woman who I'd dislodged <laughs> because they didn't want us to be featured anymore. Yeah. And I came in one day and there'd been some kind of event which was either a bomb in Belfast or a bomb on the mainland, but it was an IRA-related thing anyway. Um, and it was quite a big story and we decided we'd had conference and Paul Potts was actually in because it was Sunday because Sir Nicholas didn't work on Sundays right. and so of the course. rota was the other way around you know so and Robert Kilroy was always in Spain right where he wrote his column from right? <laughs> developing that town yeah developing that town yeah can't spend a moment out of the sun <laughs> just in case and uh, so we decided to do the sort of op-ed page on the Irish problem and what it was all about yeah and his page was opposite right so um, I went into conference and, and Paul Potts said, well, just tell Kilroy Silk to write about something else. Just say he can't make it his lead. If he wants to write it as something other than his lead, he can obviously have an opinion. Yeah. But we want the lead to be on something else because we don't have the same story on the two opposite pages. Quite. So I go back to him. He's like, I'm not doing that. Who do you think you're talking to? He started throwing a hissy really? fit at me, right? Yeah. Really? And I said, well, I'm sorry, mate. If you don't want to do it, then don't bother writing the fucking column. Yeah. Slam. <laughs> the phone down. <laughs> 
And I'd only been in the job for about a couple of weeks, you know. But I wasn't used to being, you know, being told, told to. like that. Yeah, and also, yeah. I'm saying, I didn't even know who the fuck are you? Why is are you he so still famous? alive, Robert Kilroy? I think he is. Yeah. But he used to do that awful show, didn't he? Yeah. That was on ITV in the morning. Kilroy. Kilroy, which That's was right. dreadful. That's Just right. dreadful. He was a politician, wasn't he? Liv- he had been an MP. He, I think he was MP for somewhere in Liverpool. He's a star. He yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But he was a Tory, wasn't he? He was, yeah. So I don't know how that works. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Next thing I know. Um, <laughs> I get pots. I said, I've pots. I, 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 I thought I'll never go and tell him. I said, I've told him to, to fucking not bother. <laughs> he went, Have you? All right. He said, uh, and he looked at me and he went, Good luck with that. And I went, Well, hang on a minute. You're the deputy editor. You're the one that told me to do it. Yeah. He said, Well, I didn't tell you to fire him. I said, yeah. I haven't fired him. <laughs> I said, oh, No, he said, I haven't fired him. I just told him if he's not willing to write the column that we want, then we're yeah. not interested. Yeah. Anyway, so about, of course, half an hour goes by. Pops comes back down. He said, Oh, I just had Nick on the phone. Yeah. I said, well, what's he said? And he said, well, you can't talk to him like that. Because he was a personal friend, apparently. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm sorry. What, yeah. we now have to fucking let him do what he wants? Is that the deal? Yeah. He went, yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think he ended up writing about Ireland. Yeah. And we had to change the other page. Oh, for God's sake. Because Robert Kilroy Silk had to have his say. I, the only... And that was when I learned that this business was a load of bollocks. Well, it totally is. And and by the way, John made the only... Um, Running I've, or encounter I've had with an express columnist mm. was Terry Major Ball, right? oh, yeah. John Major's yes. uh, brother, elder yeah. brother. It was a lovely bloke, and I went on a freebie holiday. He had one of those to... faces that looked like just a blancmange. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, you're sort of shapeless, yeah. and yeah. But he was just, he was the he sweetest was smiling. guy. He was really nice, and he'd got this column on the back of his brother's mm. fame, obviously. Right. And he was he was we were in Alaska on this cruise ship, right? We were doing one of these travel freebies where we were right. going to describe the joys of Alaska. Uh-huh. And Terry Major Ball was panicking the whole trip about how was he going to file his express column, right? right? Because, you know, the nation was waiting to read his his column and it was going to be a major stress getting it. Finally he established that you could send a ship to shore yeah. telegram, right? right. So I remember him on the Thursday morning. This or is the days before email, presumably. Oh yeah, no, no, no. This is well before yeah. email, and he he'd finally finished his column, which he took days over. Right, <laughs> every night he'd be in his cabin working on this column. Right, right. and then was they, he writing like a sort of you know serious news? Column yeah, like thing? a sort of here's my view on oh, life God. this week. Right, and uh, and then he went up to the uh, <laughs> he went up to the bridge to send this this column over the ship to shore thing and as he was stood there a telegram was coming in right, right. and it was from the daily express saying right. don't bother filing column you're fired <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic yeah good that old newspapers newspaper story as well um we've come to the end of another thought police episode uh, we'll be back on thursday which of course is election day yes um so uh, stand by your beds i suppose indeed he's matt kelly i'm mike graham with the thought police The accidental star of it was Matt Baker, you know, okay. the guy off the one show. Yeah. And Country File. Yeah, yeah. Who, I have to say, without any plot spoilers... Is he the one with, that, does the, that does it with the Welsh woman? Is he? Matt Baker, know. he's got the sort of straight face, very straight. Yeah. He's, well, he's like a sort of pleasant northern lad, you know, yeah. boyish kind yeah. of looks. Yeah, I find him very irritating. <laughs> yes, I, I find, he's a bit too nicey-nice. He's a bit nice, too nicey-nice. You nice. just any, think, nah. In this thing, right, he... Uh, Is he allowed to do pantomime if he works for the BBC? Well, well I don't know. Right? If not, he's, he's, in, he doing he's making, in a whole world of trouble he, what's now. What's he doing making coin out of my <laughs> licence fee? That's what I well, want to know. Well, let's talk about the coin involved in panto yeah. in a minute. But he does, like, uh, gymnastic tumbling. He does a high-wire really? act. And then at the end, he's got his top off. Right. 
And I have to say, the gasps of admiration from practically really? every woman in the audience wow. were palpable. Yeah. Blown. So it this is, guy's yeah. now not only making money on the side from his job at the BBC, yeah. from which he has been paid very lucratively, yes. and also has made himself famous. He's now sort of walking about like some bloke from the Chippendales. A, like, like a hey? sort of like, like sort a of BBC a sex God. Ronaldo. For God's sake. Yeah. I mean, what's going on in this country? We've costed his starter, and it's it's 62 quid a head. Right. Now, I'm not disparaging the Daily Mirror. And is this like retail, as it were? This was just like buying... Just to cook it, it in your house. He had white truffle, right. you know, and lobsters. Yeah, and, yeah. and so Piers phoned him up and said, Marco, please, can you just... You know, it's it's the Mirror, right? Yeah. You know, they're ordinary good people. They haven't right. got 62 quid to spend right. on truffle and lobster. Right. Next week's column was baked potato and baked beans. <laughs> right, by Marco Pierre White. <laughs> We'll have to check all this up. And yeah, we should really just know stop stuff, scrambling in the dark for facts yeah. that we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like running newspapers anymore. No, no. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.